Greetings and welcome to Terrible Reviews, a podcast where the movies don't have to be terrible because the reviews will be. I am your host, Seth Hancock. Joining me is my co-host, Michael Bragg. What up, what up? Oh boy. I promised a fun one this week and I think I'm going to deliver. Earlier this week was 420. Happy holiday. Happy holiday, buddy. In honor of the high holiday, I wanted to do a stoner comedy. So we're going back to the JACU, the good old Judd Apatow cinematic universe, and dip our wicks into the Seth Rogen pool for the first time. Yes. That's right. All aboard. This week's movie is Pineapple Express. Released August 6, 2008, directed by David Gordon Green, written and produced by Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and Judd Apatow. Let's go to the casting couch. Top build, Seth Rogen as Dale Denton and James Franco as Saul Silver. Familiar faces, we have Gary Cole as Ted Jones, his third movie, in addition to Dodgeball and Talladega Nights. He now takes the lead on the Trapers, the, that's right, the Terrible Reviews Actor Podcast Rankings, Power Rankings. Uh, Danny McBride as Red, Bragg didn't sign off on that. Don't, don't blame him. Uh, Kevin Corrigan as Budlovsky. Craig yeah, Robinson. with that word. Traper. Which one? Traper. I thought about Trapey, Power mm. Index. Yeah, it, it all comes out pretty bad. Yeah. I thought Traper was far enough away from everything else. All right. Uh, whereas Kevin Corrigan as Budlovsky, Craig Robinson as Matheson, Rosie Perez as apparently Carol, the crooked cop, Ed Bagley Jr. as Robert, Nora Dunn as Shannon, Amber Heard as Angie Anderson. All the main characters have double D.D. Dale Denton, Saul Silver, oh God, Angie Anderson. Except uh, for Ted Jones. Well, yeah. And red name, last name unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Latrulio as Mr. Edwards, his second movie on our list after Reno Now in Miami. Bill Hader as Private Miller. James Remar as General Brat. Bobby Lee as Bobby, Ken Jung as Ken. <laughs> Gotta love how they fill up those Asian characters' names. And Troy Gentile as Troy, uh, Ted Jones's son, who makes maybe a one-line appearance. Uh, but I like him in Goldberg, so I'm throwing him in. All right, terrible reviews. After witnessing a murder... Oh, shit. No, terrible synopsis on terrible reviews. There we go. After witnessing a murder, a process server unnecessarily involves his weed dealer, his weed dealer's weed dealer, his girlfriend, and her family as he tries to evade the wrath of the killer trying to eliminate eliminate him as a witness. Also, there is weed smoking, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Gary Cole, J.D. McBride, and Amber Heard. Oh, and Judd Apatow co-wrote and co-produced. This is the formula for the greatest comedy of all time. Yes, sir. And it is. All right. All right. So let's get into the foreshadowing here. That's a before pretty we do that, before yeah, we do that, because I'm going to forget. When you, when you said Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and Jeff Judd Apatow, that's like the Jewish trio. Like the... What do you... What is the Holy thing? Triumvirate. Holy triumvirate. Holy Yeah, like the Jewish <laughs> trinity of producers yes okay what's what's foreshadow i'm pretty sure yeah it's an a plus right it's an a plus 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 (laughs) plus plus for me all right so i here's my notes uh the weed comedy for a generation but it was also a decent mini action movie 
Like there was pretty good action scenes yeah. in there, mm-hmm. uh, which most stoner comedies didn't have. Uh, I also have one of the best comedies of all time. Um, arguably best, I think we could go for. Uh, to harp on your note, yes, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, uh, Judd Apatow, and I'll even throw James Franco in there, were the kings of comedy at about this time. There were some other ones, obviously, but their names were just gold at this time. Uh, Danny McBride was a rising star. This was right before Eastbound and Down when that when he confirmed his status as that breakout comedic actor. Uh, and Amber Heard was gorgeous. She was going big time after Still being is. A, Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, she was in two movies that I was like the target demographic for that really hooked me in. That was Friday Night Lights and Alpha Dog. She, she was, was an Alpha Dog? Yeah, she played like pretty girl number she played a random i think her name was alma uh, um, but yeah she's she also a of... zombie in in zombie land oh okay yeah she's the one yeah. that attacks jesse eisenberg in his apartment his apartment like the pretty girl neighbor yeah yeah That's yeah, her. yeah yeah okay yeah. yeah um i don't know did you have any thoughts about this brag about this movie uh, yeah well, about uh, this movie yeah what are we here for so i i remember i saw it in theaters um i don't know how much of this i can really get into uh i was obliteratedly high okay yeah remember, you were movie. you were what 22 years old probably yeah yeah so this is 13 years ago so arrest me motherfucker uh oh boy. so just obliteratedly high like with all of the dudes that we just like i'm sure we were like what like now if you guys walked into if i walked into the theater i'd be like god these douchebags they reek of weed (laughs) what the fuck but when you're 22 and you're innocent little buck uh, you don't know any better just hot boxed in the parking lot no big deal i think that was the expectation for this movie though i mean yeah i think so too i think so too it's it's uh if it's if the cat isn't out of the bag or or the monkey isn't out of the the jar or whatever he says later i didn't write that one down uh, um this is my favorite movie ever like hands down not even cool oh, there's kind of a close one in the hangover but this is hands down my favorite movie now i haven't watched it in probably a year six months or a year um but it's like i don't know dude you guys will find out here in a little bit it's it non-stop been- quoting for me but it's not even like forced <laughs> quoting it's just that it's just my life <laughs> there's know? so many perfect applications for yeah. just all the random stuff that's in there yeah. all right um yeah so you so i was okay i'll divulge some personal information here so this movie came out at probably the poorest point in my life i was taking a year off of college and living in fort lauderdale in an efficiency apartment, cold calling prospects for a debt consolidation company that felt like it may have been a front for a money laundering scheme. Um, I was making $400 a week and going to movie theaters was not a luxury I I could afford. Uh, I'm not proud of this, but one of my coworkers at the telemarketing company gave me a flash drive with maybe five movies on it. And this was one of them. I don't remember the others and a couple of them didn't work. So when I opened Pineapple Express's file and the movie started in black and white, I was pissed because I thought the file was shit too. 
but obviously I figured out that I was an idiot and it was just like a false start intro. Uh, but for the first, like, but for like six months when I lived in Fort Lauderdale, this was one fifth of my movie collection. So, uh, I apologize for bootlegging it again. You're admitting to crimes. I'm admitting to crimes. Hey, yours is like illegal, illegal. <laughs> Mine's like. I like that we live in a world where smoking yeah. pot and stealing, uh, pirating movies are, are two different levels upon. of crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this had a yeah. This was a, a weird personal mo- movie for me. In addition to it being fucking hysterical. Uh, yeah. This was all I had to entertain myself for, for quite a long period of time. All right. Uh, did you have anything else to add, or should we get into cliches and start moving this baby along? No, let's 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 hop right in. All right. So many cliches. I'm going to run through these things real quick because we need we have some heavy lifting to do coming up. All right. First one, like I mentioned up uh, just a minute ago, false start. The movie intro has a very little to do with the rest of the movie, though the setting for item nine testing ends up becoming Ted's hideout. So nice little tie in there. We have Reefer Madness. The false start also serves as a funny take on the anti-marijuana propaganda video. Uh, We have Day in the Life. So just like in Twister, all of this is supposed to take place in the course of, what, 36 to 48 hours. Uh, Just like Tommy Boy, we have a mismatched buddy comedy. Whereas, you know, they're weed dealer to weed buyer. Is that really a friend or is that a, I don't know. We could talk a lot more about that. I have so many feelings. Um, We have scary in-laws. So movies and sitcom in-laws are always horrible or terrifying. Ben Stiller made a trilogy about it. Uh, We'll probably do some of those at some time. Uh, We also have the manhunt. So Dale has to outrun the bounty on his head after being a witness to a murder. And then we have the last one here I'm listed is Dirty Cop. We have Rosie Perez, Carol the Bad Cop. Uh, Spoiler alert. They're all dirty. Yes. I feel like we should make out at this time. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, so we got through that. So let's get into the heavy heavy lifting, but let's do some stretching first. Let's take a look at the best five-minute stretches in this movie. Uh, We talked before, a little sausage getting made here. Um, Would you have nine nine Nine. scenes and I had seven? All right, so let's get through this. I tried to put these in some kind of order, so let's try to get through it. I'm going to start off first because I start straight with the first scene. I love that retro film, the false start intro that seems to be from a different movie and a different time. Obviously, you have the weird underground bunker where the military is running scientific experiments if you look at some of those rooms i think there's like a turkey vulture and a monkey there's just some really funny shit going on in there that makes no sense then you have bill Hader in there smoking a joint and telling scientists about its effects uh he's pretending (laughs) i love what he's playing the musical instruments with his mouth um yeah yeah just tapping my foot just thinking about it uh and he's like having the time of his life a man in a scuba suit comes in to torch his joint after it goes out um and then after all of bill Hader's antics general brat says to shut down the experiment make a final conclusion on item nine illegal yeah i feel like you left out a lot in there I know there was so much. I, this is the one I took the least amount of notes on because you also have the transition of modern times, and then you have the Electric Avenue. Oh no 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 no! Chill, oh, you're bro. still just one, chill no, out. This is still the same scene. It's still, still the, the opening. Yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah, I but this is separate. No, you separated them. Okay. Yeah. All right, then you take over with Electric Avenue. Well, I was going to talk a little bit more about Bill Hader. Oh, Some first off, somebody yeah. said that I sound like Bill Hader. Somebody that I met once said, "You sound like Bill Hader." I was like, cool. He's like, you kind of look like him too. I was like, 
okay generic white guy syndrome yeah <laughs> like i like bill Hader, but like yeah oh, that's that's a compliment so. right yeah uh yeah but you missed like some i don't think these are like real quotes or anything you're gonna have later but like they come into like light is blunt and he freaks holy oh, jesus yeah. <laughs> and like freaks out and then they ask him about what he thinks about the military did you have any your, of this your, stuff? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Because the dog and pony show that you call a military. Yeah. And he said, lots of dudes. Where are the boobies? <laughs> and then he does. The, he said, what? Is, and then they ask him uh, his thoughts on his superiors. And I think he said, your dick, my mouth. And then just full effect, tongue in cheek, literally just moving the invisible dick around in his mouth and gagging and immediately just screams, fuck you. <laughs> and then that was, that was it for weed. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? Out by the, that? How, how does it feel like butter melting on flat? Oh yeah. It's like a slice of, but like a <laughs> slice of butter melted on warm stack of flapjacks. <laughs> and then he gets, starts doing like he gets taken out by the guys that light his blunt back up and oh, it's like bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> cause they're like full on 1930s hazmat suits so they look like they're what do you call this scuba like, suit yeah like, like old school scuba, scuba yeah suits. like you're going to space but you're going the opposite way of space <laughs> so yeah my next scene was the and it's I don't think I did it right I don't think I did it in five minute sections I didn't really count because we'll it's just off. like this movie, you know. Yeah. So it was the Dale. A lot of these are going to say intro in them. So the Dale and Angie intro. Okay. Yeah. So you get Electric Avenue. You got a man to Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. Don't sing anymore. We could get so. Oh yeah, yeah. Fifteen seconds. Yeah. And then yep. uh, you, you know, we dig into the relationship between Dale and Angie. Okay. You didn't use air quotes. I need to call you out. I don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. Not, we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about it later. And then, uh, and then we get into. Um, I'm not going to say the quote yet, but we get into Clark. We meet Clark for a second, who's not really that important. Uh, no problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, and then we, we, I'm going to watch your ass for you because a lot of guys are going to be coming for you. Yeah. It. Like college man, college, woo! <laughs> and then, Just, uh, really then Mister Edwards, who we meet before we meet Clark, <laughs> uh, him and Dale get into a screaming match back and forth. Dale calls him a chimp, fucking little bastard, <laughs> and that's pretty much about it. Um, a little bit of foreshadowing there. Mister Edwards says that he's going to call for the school liaison officer. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, think yeah. about that. So I'll let you, damn it, go ahead. I'll let you take the next one. No, I don't have anything until like 40 minutes in. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, so then we go, we just keep going. I have some meaty parts for you. Keep going. Just keep going. We go right into the Saul intro. We meet Saul. Mm -hmm. We meet James Franco's character. Um, watching 227. He's watching 227. (laughs) I I used to know what that show was called that he was watching. I can't remember what it was. Um, But we, we get introduced to to bubby as well is, i thought hurricane season was yeah, over. i thought hurricane season was over it's his uh grandma and yes yeah just straight up this is the best thing about like just drug transactions i think some of the weirdest conversations ever come up and this is this perfect this movie is so realistically like other than like the fights shit that happens later but right. so realistic as far as the relationship pretty much goes um He's like, he just asked Seth Rogen if he would pull the plug on someone <laughs> like euthanasia. 
And then uh, we meet Pineapple Express, the actual product. Yes. Uh, they go into weed fucking and how that was. Well, James Frank, <laughs> James Franco does and how Pineapple Express came to be. Uh, we also meet the uh, the cross joint, which is the future, the apex of the vortex of joint engineering. <laughs> this is the shit your grandchildren will be smoking. And then you get into the uh, like the call fest afterwards and blah, 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 blah. And uh, a bunch of other stuff happens. But I'm going to save on. that for my LOL moments. Yeah, I had two catch-alls that I'm going to throw in right here. Yeah. Um, so Chris Gbert <laughs> shows, shows up. What's a Gbert? What's a Gbert? Um, here's my catch-all. It is, there is nothing, okay, a- allegedly, again, so I've heard, there is nothing worse than when you're at a dealer and another buyer comes, because it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. And oh, bad, like you said, bad characters sometimes. Um, oh, here we go. Movie weed usually looks so fake, but this looks real. Like that looked pretty good for, for fake movie weed. They had to have smoked. I didn't look that up, but they had to have smoked. James Franco legendarily does not smoke weed. Really? So what was he Allegedly. smoking? He was smoking something. Um, and coughing does kind of make you higher. I oh, hear. yeah. Yeah. I heard. I know okay. for a fact. <laughs> uh, so you don't have anything for fun. man. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything until yeah. You keep going. There's just so much stuff happens. So then something happens. Well, the murder happens, and then yep. we get Dale back to Saul's place. So that's my next one. So and so he comes screaming up to the door, you know, freaking out the whole way there, hyperventilating. He has trouble getting into the door, which is hilarious. <laughs> Saul's high. He has he no idea what's going on. always has trouble getting. That's going to be something. He always has trouble getting indoors. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he runs in, describes the, I don't want to get into too much of quotes from here, but he just describes the uh, scene that he had just seen mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> throws up on the printer and screams chicken fries. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there i think everyone has thrown up chicken fries and point. i didn't quote this but but it's also one of my favorite parts too is in salt uh james franco's like <laughs> did you break it <laughs> he's like did you, you break you it break i don't think sure. so <laughs> yeah and then uh so then dale pieces together the whole scenario of like wait how rare is this weed uh, yeah, but if you sold it to this person and then it's to me and then I left it outside and then they are going to come to this person who's going to come to you and then blah, 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 piece it all together, freaks out. They run out of the place. But before they do, he instructs Paul to grab or Saul to grab snacks, food, fruit roll ups as fast <laughs> as he can. Snacks, food, fruit roll ups. And then <laughs> they peace out. And then right as they leave and they cut right into uh the two bad guys the two um Lofsky and matheson the yep. muscle yeah the muscle <laughs> matheson and broad Brodlovsky. um <laughs> and you meet them and you get an idea kind of their relationship with each other and what we kind of get going from there and then my next one which i might be yours i didn't put times on here dale meets red yeah maybe yeah. the best fight scene oh this is so good history this is a full page of notes here. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to run through this. Feel free to interrupt at any time. Yeah. Dale sticks his hand through the peephole to shake Red's hand. 
Again, having trouble with doors is a theme in this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Red asks, y'all want to buy some drugs? Mm -hmm. Red, I'm up in here trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. You're going to steal I, all the I, quotes. I'm, I'm ruining all of these. We're going yeah. right back to it. Uh, Red's been crying about the cold sore on his lip. He's a disgusting Perkinen person. <laughs> Vicodin isn't working. Yeah. Red may have gotten it from eating a lollipop out of a stripper's snatch. Saul is lucky he didn't get anything from when he ate a box of nerds out of her butthole. So there's no and, point in doing any of the next. Yeah, we're going to do all of them. It's all going to happen. <sighs> it's Red's cat's birthday who died three months ago, and he might be in hell because he was a little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dale and Saul ask Red about Ted Jones. Red, uh, the whole, okay, this is a whole thing. I'm only going to say, you don't think I can handle danger. Uh, we find out that Red shaves his armpits to be more aerodynamic mm -hmm. when he fights. Mm -hmm. Saul goes to load up a, a bong, but Dale doesn't believe that Red didn't tell Ted Jones about yeah, it. Yeah, hey, hold on real quick. So Let's the dude, it. they think that he's got herpes. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to go I, smoke I out of his bong. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to smoke out of his bong, which is, you know. Which he got in Tel Aviv, bong mitzvah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, continue. All right. Uh, so Red tries to call his wife, but Dale is on to him and tries to steal the phone. Red throws an ashtray at Dale, then slaps Saul. Like a frisbee. Like a frisbee. <laughs> spits in his face and assaults him with a dust buster. <laughs> Dale puts the phone in the toilet, then jumps on Red's back. Red falls backwards. And he and Saul bust through a table. Red runs to the bathroom, gets the phone out of the toilet. Dale and Saul bust through the bathroom door. Trouble with doors. And Red nails his head on the sink. Dal Saul steal. I'm gonna doll and sail. I'm gonna say ten times at some point. Saul steals the phone and tries to break it by stomping on it in the bathtub. Dale is lying on top of the door, which is also on top of Red. <laughs> Red calls timeout. Timeout. <laughs> time out time out gets dale off him and the door calls time in as he's running out of the bathroom saul throws red into a cabinet and kicks him in the stomach multiple times red <laughs> red grabs saul's foot and flips him backwards over a dry bar dale comes to attack red but red elbows him in the face and it sends dale over the kitchen counter Red grabs Dale's legs to pull him back to the side of the room and starts punching Dale in the ass. You're punching my bum. You're punching my bum. <laughs> Saul grabs a bong and busts it over Red's head. Red is dazed and concussed. Dale has gone flying over the counter and landed face first in a litter box full of shit from a cat who's been dead and in hell for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Dale comes to and finishes Red off by slamming his head through a wall. Cut to Red unconscious, tied to a wheelchair with duct tape. Dale and Saul wake him up and use a cactus as a threatening weapon to get Red to tell them everything. Red, I'm going to flex and bust out of here. That doesn't work, so he immediately begins to talk. Ted Jones knows everything. Budlovsky and Matheson are out to kill Dale and Saul. And just then, Budlovsky and Matheson show up. Red tells Dale and Saul to escape out the back. But as soon as Budlovsky and Matheson get in the house, Red says, It was Dale Denton. Dale Denton and Saul, they're on the back porch. You can catch them if you hurry. Go, go, go. <laughs> yep. 
That's good oh. shit right there. Good shit. That's pretty much all the notes I have on there. Um, <laughs> my next scene. I don't want to say the movie dies out, but the action kind of slows down for a little bit. Um, my next scene, we get into the uh, busted by the liaison officers slash car chase. Um, what's that? Is that before or after Dale, the parents' dinner? That is after. Okay, let's do the dinner then. Okay, go ahead. Oh, God. The dinner cracks me up. This is one of my favorite little gems that I... Well, here's... Let me let me make this clear for everybody. Okay. I did say this is my favorite movie. So, I did make a note at the very top of this section that said this podcast won't be long enough for this. <laughs> so I kind of stopped after Dale back to Saul's place, maybe after the fight, I kind of stopped being like actually picking all of my favorite five minute stretches and just went to some of my like absolute peak five minute stretches. I think I try to be discriminate as well, but this was one that, I think after I hadn't seen for a while, surprised me that I thought I, I hadn't thought it was funny, maybe. Um, but this time it really got me. Oh, the dinner uh, scene's hilarious. Angie and her parents, Robert and Shannon, are at the dinner table. Robert is complaining about Dale being late and the food getting cold. Dale comes in out of breath, looks like complete shit to tell Angie that he's there to save her, but suddenly realizes that he is supposed to be there for dinner with her parents. And Dale tries to play it off, but everyone is clearly pissed. Angie's parents are grilling him about why he looks like shit and has scratches on his face. And Robert just comes out and says, dude, you smell like shit. <laughs> Did you go over the whole thing about where Robert was all pissed off that he was late? And said that he was going to pick up. He said he doesn't care. So if he's not here in the next, what does he say? He's not I, I'm going to be rude, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna be eating food. <laughs> gonna I'm gonna go in the next room and I'm gonna and I'm gonna answer check email. my email. Answer, yeah. Check my email. That's what he says. <laughs> so immediately after that, Dale decides to come clean, and Dale says, "Quote: I witnessed a murder. I saw someone murder someone else, and I think they're following me. And there's a good chance they went to my apartment, where Angie has a lot of things." Shannon says they should call the police right away. Dale says they can't call the police. Because they were the murderers. To which Robert says, are you high? Yeah, Robert flips the shit. (laughs) And Shannon, you are high as a fucking kite. Uh, Robert says he's going to go get his gun and Dale better get out of his house. Dale is stunned and is stammering. He says, don't get a gun. Why would he bear arms? (laughs) Dale keeps trying to get everyone to leave the house since it's unsafe. Saul sees Budlovsky and Matheson arrive at Angie's house, so he runs in to tell Dale to hide. Angie, thinking that Saul is the bad drug dealer that they're supposed to be running from, stabs Saul with a fork in the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Uh, And then so Saul has to, or Dale has to explain that Saul is his pot dealer, not the bad drug dealers. It's always good to clarify those types of things. Uh, As Dale pulls the fork out of Saul's shoulder, Robert cocks his gun and (laughs) and blasts a hole in the cabinet right where Dale and Saul's heads had been before they ducked. 
Robert takes another shot and misses again. So that's two shots in a house yeah. over yeah. A, in a his boyfriend. House. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Robert stops shooting long enough to say, you assholes do exactly what I say, or I will take you outside and fuck you in the street. Yeah, Saul replies. Half my, half my quotes are gone. No, don't. And Dale says, don't fuck us anywhere. <laughs> But Lasky and Matheson come to the front door as everyone goes in the garage to escape. Robert goes to get in the car and says, get out, get out of my car. I can't believe you think that would be an option. And the scene ends as Robert says, fuck off, loser, to Dale before he backs out of the driveway again saying, Angie, you're a fucking idiot. I say that with love. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good one. A good one. So then. We'll get to mine real quick. Busted by the liaison officer car chase. So they get in this situation because they need cash. Um, they, they realize this while sitting on a tree next to each other, sitting on a tree. I said that correctly. Um, and uh, discussing what their next move is. And it's basically to get out of town. So they need to get a bus ticket. So they need to get cash. The only thing they have, I think is $50 and a bunch of weed. So what are they going to do? They're going to sell weed. So they sell weed to these kids. They're just asshat kids, too. Um, first off, if you're going to sell weed to kids, just sell the weed and get out of there. Don't stick around and, and smoke with them. Yeah, he has Francis. such an issue with uh, Chris Gebert being a linger. A yeah, linger. linger. He, was a, he was a linger as a drug dealer, man. Yeah. Fucking lingered there forever. Yeah. So um, either way, he goes to get Saul goes to get snacks. Liaison officer pulls up while Seth Rogen's hitting hitting a blunt or joint. Boss Sim says that uh, I think I've got it later in the quotes, but it doesn't matter because we're just doing it now anyway. Um, so we he says she says something about uh, I'm not here for the weed. She said I'm here because you sold whatever weed, and their eyes are redder than the devil's dick. Which is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Ooh, big sexy with glasses. Yes. Again, <laughs> stealing more and more of the the quote. I'm so but, sorry. Um, so then like I almost just don't want to do this anymore. Like so then um this is the one we break up on. She so they, they're in the car, whatever they're talking, and she's kind of taking notes and not paying attention to what's going on. Um as uh Dale is trying to explain to her why he's in the situation that he's in and what's going on and uh she hits Saul and then their red slushies explode all over the place so she thinks she's killed somebody <laughs> and so she gets out and he sneaks around the back side of the car and they kind of get lost and he gets into the car and takes off shoves his foot through the windshield thinking that that's going to knock the windshield out for some reason the windshield wipers don't work <laughs> never been a problem for me in any of the cars i've ever been in um but his foot gets stuck in the windshield which is hilarious and then uh they're being chased by rosie perez at this point carol um because the liaison officer had called out the whatever fugitive on the run and in, in dale and they're going and going and going and one of the best parts of the chase is <laughs> they finally get into this like parking lot or something and they're side by side she's she's getting ready to get him and Saul or dale Saul tells dale don't worry i'll i'll get away from her and he slams on the brakes as hard as he can like you see in movies all the time 
So does she. And then they just stare at each other. She fires into the other car. They get away from it. They end up shaking her. And then she ends up being in a pretty bad accident. Surprised she walked away from it, to be honest. But um, it comes away totally fine. Spoiler. Yeah, well, other than like rubbing her hand or something. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of um, injuries that are not quite accurate in this movie, if you'll. you'll yeah. See. I, I'm trying not to ruin this movie, so I avoided any of the how badly people would have died from. Uh, I, I take that back, except for one time I may ruin it. Um, my next scene is when Dale comes back to uh, to Reds up to the arrival at the hideout. Do you have anything before then? Um, I have the Dale and Angie phone calls. I don't have any lists. Like, like okay, let's do Dale them, and but the Dale and Angie phone calls are hilarious. Um, the fact that they take place <laughs> the back and forth is great. Oh yeah, so the fact that they take place at a payphone, uh, which I'm pretty sure it's been a solid few years since I've seen an actual like a bank of payphones at least, um, or I just don't notice them anymore ever. And a just... hotel phone. When have you used a hotel phone in the last ten years? Maybe like uh, to order some room service. I've definitely ordered room service from one. <laughs> so, Good point. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got Touché. you on that one. Um, I don't know, man. That's it. I guess I got phone in general. It's pretty intense. But yeah, just the whole back and forth is amazing. She's screaming at him, blah, 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 blah. He apologizes on the next one. She says that he lo- she loves him. She <laughs> wants to get married. And then he immediately changes his tone. What what I have what made you a say? mistake. Yeah, I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you must be really immature if you think that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. And just turns into just turns into scolding her for saying that she wants to marry him. So that's that's pretty amazing. All right, what do you got? All right. So after all that, Dale, uh, I think Saul gets kidnapped at this point, uh, when he goes to meet up with Bubby. Um, so Dale now returns to Saul's or sorry, let's try that again. Dale returns to Red's. Um, Dale goes back to Red's house. We have Crossroads by Bone Thugs playing. Uh, Dale finds Red in his bathroom eating noodles off the toilet and cake off the boombox. Yeah. And Bartles um, and James. He's got Bartles yeah, and James wine coolers. And he, he's wedged between the toilet and the, to- <laughs> <laughs> and the bathtub. Um Dale offers a truce and they joined forces. Red, oh God, I'm not going to get into the quotes here, but I will just say Red is into Buddhism and they talk about what Red is going to come back as in his next life, maybe an anal bead. Uh, Red opens his gun stash, which is a hole in the wall with a poster over it. Now we get into the gun driving to the Ted's hideout montage where Ted Jones... (laughs) God damn it. Hold on. I am gonna I'm not gonna ruin these. Hold okay. on. When they when he's handing he's handing Dale the ammunition for the guns. I will say this quote because this isn't like an LOL thing. This is just part of it. He tells Dale to pick up the bullets so that he doesn't run him <laughs> over with his vacuum cleaner later and shoot himself in the face. Which is that amazing. was the only one I didn't list because I was like, <laughs> he's gonna say this one. So that's yeah. what I'm gonna leave off. But, but yeah, like, that montage, he says all of the funniest, the yeah. best lines, the best like, kind of LOL stuff. Don't. Uh, don't. Yes. Okay. Don't. I had that one too. Don't. Did you? <laughs> Just do something real quick. Don't. <laughs> don't. Uh, Stop it. 
<laughs> uh, Red has his head out the window like a dog while Dale is driving. <laughs> that gets me every time. He's even smoking a joint. He's flicking off the air at one point. Like, I just, why do I love that? Again, not stealing quotes, not stealing quotes. So we're just moving on. Bunch of really good quotes. Bunch of really good quotes. Um, they pull up to Ted's hideout. Red is starting to get scared and bails and says a bunch of really good quotes. No, I'm going to steal this one because I don't have this in the LOL. Ted is a fucking murderer. I can't fuck with him. I got a wife, man. She's going to be out of jail soon. I want to fuck her. I want to have sex with her. I am not going to wake up murdered tomorrow. And then as Red pulls away, legends never die, dude. I'll tell your story. (laughs) That's good shit. Yeah, I didn't want to write all that out. But yeah, that's a really good one. I was watching it again today, and I'm like, yep, I'm including this. I I can't help it. That makes me laugh. Um, and then we get to the ending, pretty much, which is, what, 15, 20 minutes of nonstop action and then rehashing the action? Yeah, so I didn't watch the unrated version. I just watched the normal. I couldn't find it um, within a moment's notice, and I didn't want to pull down my DVDs out of storage to... <laughs> Watch the unrated one. So. You know I watched the unrated version. I know. So I put the final 30 minutes of the movie, which is probably less than 30 minutes. But but yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's the whole barn scene at the end. The Asians break in. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we've got You're stuff go before, before that. that. Okay. Okay. We've got the... So they, they capture Dale. He gets thrown into the, I don't know, hostage room or whatever. Oh, yeah. Saw. Yeah. Okay. And so then they do what I labeled as duct tape fucking. Yeah. To get the duct tape off of each other's hands, which are tied <laughs> behind their back. Um, and then Craig Robinson, who's supposed to be basically watching them outside the door, um, comes in afterwards and blah, 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 and gives him shit because he can literally hear everything and knows exactly what's going on. And so then uh, he ends up shooting Craig, uh, Seth Rogen like right in the face and then james franco they f- fights with him and then turns around and shoots craig robinson right in the heart basically um, and then there's a whole thing with an ear that's where seth rogan got so shot gross. and that's super disgusting um and then asians attack ninjas yes the next one is uh they just come flying in out of nowhere and then let's see and the Asians are led by Bobby Lee and Ken Jung of yes, course. Kim Jong. And then they have this um, massive gunfight. Yep. And it's funny because when they come out of the hostage room, there's just they're like looking around and then they just like, you know, this is clearly part of it. They're looking around real intense and then they just look over to the right and they're like, oh, there's a whole arsenal full of like <laughs> AKs and handguns <laughs> and everything. Um, so then you get uh a whole bunch of there's just non-stop gunfire fighting oh. between the Asians and Ted's guys and then the Asians and I, I couldn't tell the difference at some point right the unnamed, because I, I refer so them as crazy. unnamed henchmen yeah <laughs> and so then they start shooting at Paul and or oh, I did it again Saul <laughs> and Dale and everybody's shooting at everybody and then um Ted finally makes an appearance down okay I was gonna say don't we can't sense. overlook this part right we can't overlook. I put the jump into the fight with Ted. Oh, where he no, does... hold on. We also have uh, Ted and Carol making out. They're oh, not just partners. Not they're lovers. Yeah, <laughs> of course, it's not important. 
<laughs> so he jumps in, and the, this is one of the funniest fights ever because he used... hold, on, hold on, Bobby Lee getting shot through the chin. Mm. I, you don't like that? Oh, that was good stuff. Mm. Was that okay. Bobby Lee or no? That wasn't Kim. That Jones, was Bobby right? Lee. Yeah, when he was taped to the ceiling, or not yeah. taped, but he was to the ceiling. Up there, yeah. I was like, what? What is he doing? This is yeah, it's not important. And Dale just says, "Ew." <laughs> 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 um. So then yeah. the fight, fight with Ted. Um, it's just Dale versus Ted, one on one, no guns. I don't forget what happens. I think he knocks the gun the out of Ted's hand yeah. on the, the jump. The jump knocks everything free. Yeah. So then they use a fire extinguisher. Yeah. There's a hardcore devil double-handed <laughs> titty twister. Yep. Um, fluorescent light bulbs, which is the yep. second time that I've seen Seth Rogen use those um to break over so somebody. Yep. And then an elbow drop. Yes. Pretty much ends it <laughs> uh, from Seth Rogen. Um, and then you've got Saul versus Carol fighting up upstairs. And then Budlowski comes back from being shot. Yes. Yes. The, and... the Saul versus versus Carol fight is amazing. The kid when he kicks her in the nuts. Kicks her all, right in the right in the cooch. Right in the cooch, yes. Right in the right in the pouch there. Um <laughs> Rosie <laughs> Perez is so good in this movie. I know. We will talk. I will. There will be a whole Rosie Perez section at one point. So then a whole bunch of other stuff comes back. Somehow Matheson is still alive. He pops back yes. up. And then Red comes back. And oh, he God. saves Saul because he runs over. Um, it's Red. Matheson. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> he runs over Matheson and kills him. You hear? <laughs> yes. And then Red gets shot again. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then we're almost done. And then the Asians, uh, Kim, J- what's his name? I don't want to get it wrong. Kim Jong. That's yeah. it. <sighs> Kim Jong um, sets a bomb. You got to say this quote, right? Uh, hey, Ted. It's later. But no, okay. this is where he throws the bomb? Yeah. Hey, Ted, you killed my brother, Caucasian oh. son of cocksucker. Suck no, my balls. That one. Two Suck times. My balls two times is the only thing I wrote down. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then he so, throws the bomb, which is amazing because Dale just jumps into like a mini dumpster or something. Yeah. So I said Ken throws a bomb near Ted and Dale. They run for cover as the bomb goes off, assuredly killing anyone and everyone inside and or near the hideout. Yeah. Yeah. But, but of again, of course. Yeah. Matheson's been kidding. shot in the heart and is fine. <laughs> uh, Red's been shot now three times. And is still alive, barely. He's just barely hanging on. Yep. So then Dale gets up and walks away like no big deal. <laughs> walks over to Ted. I don't know. Is this Serves okay? Him. <laughs> and yeah, just basically says, sorry, Ted. You've been served and throws his paperwork on top of him. And then uh, it ends in the, uh, I guess, diner. Well, he carries Saul out. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Red comes crawling on his hands and knees out of the rubble again yeah. uh so yeah oh wait just kidding everyone you care about survived it's That's the right. next morning i guess it's suddenly daylight and red Saul and dale are at a coffee shop and dale is pretending to host his own radio talk show mm-hmm. i think we can relate to that mm-hmm. um Saul pretends to be a caller and tells dale he's his hero the guys rehash the day's events and announce that they have become best friends they consider getting a three-way best friend's heart necklace mm-hmm. um <laughs> Saul wants the one with the crooked. <laughs> I didn't even write this down. I just he wants the one on crooked on both sides. Um, goddamn. 
I'm a nerd. Um, they all apologize to each other. And then Red says, is that a boner? Dale says, is that a condo? Is that us moving into an apartment together? Red, is that us getting a timeshare? Uh, and they go back to rehashing their fights. Red finds out that Dale and Saul got into a car chase. You got to love when you're like rehashing a, a weird night and you're like, oh, wait, you guys, you guys went to Taco Bell? Uh, <laughs> uh they also discuss their various murders. They, they all are now murderers at one. And at uh, one point, Dale says to Red, you murdered, man. Uh, <laughs> they put their hands in and tell each other they love they love them. But Red kind of falls asleep. And then Bubba, B- Bubby is there to pick them up and take them to the hospital or doctor. They go, they vacillate back and forth. So I'm not sure where they go to. But they go to some kind of me- medical establishment. Yeah. Uh, the mo- uh, closest emergency <laughs> room possible or else Red's not going to make it. No. Although he might not make it anyway. <laughs> and Oh God. And Red says something about how he needs to take a shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. But he's like, you guys smell like shit. You guys smell like, like I shit. I need to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We can't possibly have any more contenders. No, that's it. Because we just talked about two hours worth of movie. Let's go ahead and pick a winner. Bragg, I'll give you the honors. What's, I what's keep your forgetting favorite? to do this. Um, oh, man. I'll take... Hmm. I'll take the red intro and fight. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> after all that thinking i thought there was no way that's the one i have too it's yeah it's that fight that fight yeah, is awesome fantastic i mean it's really hard for me i could take any bullshit of it could be the saw <laughs> intro anything yes there are so many good ones you missed the part i didn't put this in any of my quotes but the part where he after he does the ashtray frisbee he turns around and he goes after saul and he spits in his face <laughs> and saw screams, herpes! Yeah. He's rubbing <laughs> it out of his eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, okay, so we've already ruined all of these, but let's do it anyways. This is the most memorable moment, the LOL, oh shit moments uh, we've incorporated as well. Um, I've already said a bunch of them, so I'm going to run through a few I've already said. General Brat, in reference to item nine, illegal uh that's a good meme saul repeating what was oh god this one we haven't done saul repeating what was said on the tv show he was watching Mm -hmm. i heard that um okay that's so stupid but for some reason said uh where they say oh you remind me of my ex-husband or something like that (laughs) i I heard that (laughs) (laughs) yep uh and then saul when they're trying to hitch a ride after dale's car dies hey look it's like my thumb is my cock yep so I'll start with those three. Yep. Okay. So mine are all in order. I got to go through and delete some of I'll just wait till I get there. Mine are in order. Same uh, first anyways. One, they, deserve, they deserve mention. Well, first one starts with Mr. Edwards at the school. Uh, these are things that, and I'm not kidding, not making this up. Now, if my friends listen to this, they'll be like, he's really not. But um, I say these on a daily basis, like a lot of these and not like, hey, guys, look, I'm getting ready to say a movie quote and then say them. I just like it's just part of my my lingo, like my vocabulary. So Mr. Edward starts in uh, my uh, list here when he says, mm-hmm, I heard that, <laughs> which I didn't have to hear that, but I just heard that. And then, and then uh, we go, we get to Clark right after that, who claps his hands together after the conversation and, sc- and 
exudes, exudes, exclamates, whatever. Exclaims. Yes. It's time to suck today's dick. And then (laughs) (laughs) just pieces out. In front of a teacher, too. Yeah. With no repercussions. Mr. Edwards has this weird crush on Clark because he's (laughs) a super (laughs) popular kid. Uh, We've already got Saul in his apartment saying, I thought hurricane season was over. Mm-hmm. Ofa is what he said. I thought hurricane season was over. Um, let's see. Okay, so Dale just walks into Saul's apartment. Now this is a drug dealer's apartment <laughs> where there should be locks and everything. He walks in here. These are the funny things that just the insane. Every time you hear or watch this movie, Saul just goes, "How the monkey did you get in here?" <laughs> like, what is what is how the monkey did you get in here? It's not a thing. And then, uh, you know, you've got Dale apologizing to him about coming in because of Kyle. God, Kyle, man. Fucking Kyle. Fucking Kyle, man. And so then he says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Saul goes, ah, just stuff your sorries in a sack, bro. And then we've got dopest dope I've ever smoked. From These are all Saul. All in the same scene. Get through them. All in the same scene. Smell it. It's like God's (laughs) vagina. It's when they're smelling Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. And then he's explaining where the cross joint comes from when he's talking. I did not write his name down. M.M. O'Shaughnessy, I think is his name. My second favorite civil engineer. Behind Hans Carlo Mendel. Yes. Golden, Gate, <laughs> Golden State Bridge. Or no, Madison Square Garden. Yes. M.M. O'Shaughnessy did a Golden, Golden State Bridge. Golden Gate, then, yeah. Or Golden Gate Bridge. Um, in, in the Golden State. Um, yes. and then saw says it's better to cough. It makes you 10 times higher <laughs> as they're just dying after they hit the cross, the cross joint. And then after they're like, while they're still all, all coughing and everything, they kind of, you can kind of see James Franco in the background. It's going <gasps> just in the middle of this giant cough fest. And then let's see, we're still in the same scene here. I'm, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah, maybe I should have picked this one as my favorite scene. <laughs> the doorbell rings and, and he goes, Saul goes, who is it? He's, he's like, it's Chris Jeeber and Dale in the background. Just not doesn't pan to him or anything. You just hear, what's a Jeeber? Hilarious. Saul says that Chris also, gets I think the Chris snickle Jeeber fritz. Like a sound engineer or something like that on the on the movie. Oh, like yeah. Weird inside joke. That's awesome. Uh, Chris gets the snickle fritz. and then this is one of the best parts too i'm telling you man if you guys have only seen this movie like once or twice you need to go back and rewatch it and just listen to these funny things all the time so saw this is a part that i i didn't forget about but it's like i never would have like immediately said it so saw asked dale what he does for a living and he says he's a process server and saw is blazed out of his mind (laughs) and he's just like see you're a servant like a like a butler chauffeur and dale is still talking about his job and his day and everything and saul's just in just going shine shoes process process subpoenas disguise disguise <laughs> yeah and, and, and then he's talking about how he saw his girlfriend and uh he saw his girlfriend in at high school and he said you sucked on her titties Nah. Nah. <laughs> oh man, it would have been so cool if you did. Man, what? Fuck Jeff Goldblum, man. Or it's still there. We're still in the same scene. And then we're gonna end it. And you just said it. You just said it a little bit ago. Saul says, 
fucking linger, man. <laughs> linger. That's it. Uh, so I'll go, and I've said some of these before too. So you have the meme of red while bouncing on an exercise ball. I've been up in here trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent that one to my 15 year old niece on accident once. I forgot that the motherfucking was in there. Um, yeah, my, my sister. Uh, she took it well um (laughs) red you don't think i can handle danger um dale to red more chill than you yep god these are such good memes whenever you're trying to start shit with people that's right such good like passive aggressive like (laughs) when everton's beating arsenal and you're just like dude i'm totally more chill than you about this like a non-goal so we had to put the ball in our own goal for you guys to win that game (laughs) owen uh <laughs> uh okay still from that same scene uh an lol red what i uh, what he was saying oh god this whole scene was great and i'm gonna uh so i'm trying to remember off the top of my head dale was saying like i see through you i um i see your intentions and your intestines and then red <laughs> says what i have for dinner last night dale cake <laughs> so good um okay my next ones are from some different scenes so i'll go through them real quick uh matheson i seen it i seen it yep uh and then dale i already said this one why would he bear arms mm-hmm. yeah i'm deleting oh, these as you're saying them, by the way and the last one i'll do from this scene because it's from that same scene that i've already said dale in response to angie's dad <laughs> saying that he will <laughs> I love the autocorrect went from fuck to full, saying he will full them in the street. We'll, we'll fuck them in the streets. Don't fuck us anywhere. <laughs> you do exactly as I say, or I will take you outside and I'll fuck you in the street. No, don't, don't, don't fuck us anywhere. <laughs> Roger says the word fuck so much in that scene. It's insane. <laughs> fuck off, loser. Oh, um, yeah, Robert is great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got to scroll way back up. Yeah, go back to um, it. These are, again, use these all the time. Uh, Dale, couscous, the name's so nice, they named it twice. Or the food's the food. so nice, they named it twice. <laughs> I put name for some reason. I know better than that. I can um, vouch for that one. You have said that for yes. no reason multiple times. Said this for sure. Uh, Dale, what an adorable little cop. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Dale, when he's explaining the murder, I saw brains and blood. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's right when he throws up and so that he's explaining the murder again and he says Saul asked who, who it was and then Dale says a cop a lady and a guy it was like a, says, a cop a lady and a guy man that's like a massacre and then um, Saul hitting Pineapple Express it's like killing a unicorn with a bomb hilarious Matheson comes in on his intro, found some drugs. <laughs> and then Matheson offers his vest to uh, Bravosky, whatever the hell his name is. Um, he turns it down and then he says, it's not my style. And he says, you ain't got no style, motherfucker. <laughs> and then Dale asks Saul how he thinks Ted would find them. Saul, re- oh Saul my says, God. heat sick, again, stoned out of his mind, heat seeking <laughs> missiles. Bloodhounds, boxes, <laughs> barracudas. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's so good. Um, funny barracuda story, real quick. Deep sea fishing once. 
pulled up this huge fish. I think it was a kingfish. It's a big, it's a pretty good sized fish. I was pulling up a kingfish. Uh, out of nowhere, the guy, like our our tour guide or whatever, fishing guide, fisherman, I guess is what they would call him as a profession. He he goes, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Told us like move back. Took the pole out of my hand because as I as I did that, I was looking down at the water because I could see the fish coming up. I see this shiny silver streak just come out of nowhere and just bam snap and we've got the fish out of the water real quick and there was a huge chunk missing out of the like right near his tail he's like that was a fucking barracuda i was like sick bro <laughs> okay moving on uh, and that's the barracuda story that's the barracuda story do you want to keep going or no um i have so much I was just, i'm I'll still in the woods here. right now i'm still in the woods Okay, keep going then, because I don't okay. have any. Yeah, oh. Saul's on the phone with uh, Red. It's when Red gets like hit in the face with something. Says, "Ow!" Tells him he stubbed his toe. I use this all the time. Saul says, "Be careful, man. Be careful. Wear shoes in the house. Safety, <laughs> safety first, then teamwork." Teamwork. Yep. And then he tells Red that there's a fly in the ointment. The shit has hit the fan. The lion will speak, which is amazing. And then they go running through the woods, blah, 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 blah. Dale okay, gets here we go. Car. I got some good stuff here. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh, shit. This might not be right. Uh, so at the same part, they intersperse uh, the escalation of the drug war between the Asians and Ted's people. And you have Ted's kid, Troy. The dynamics yes. of our relationship are about yep. to change. <laughs> That's why I included that little fucker. I love okay. him. He's All in right. the Goldbergs. He's great. He's in a bunch of random stuff. Ted's Ted's kid, Troy. Fucking LOL. Uh, okay, so from the woods, though, when Dale is... Oh, no, this is when they're selling the weed. Oh, shit. Okay, I might be a little ahead of you. Fuck. Oh All right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So they're like running through, they, they, they do this whole thing. They hear something or they mm-hmm. think they hear something. So they start sprinting in opposite directions around the woods. This uh, is the whole thing where weed does not make you hallucinate. No, but there's always like, but you are, you are, I'm always, I'm on edge, bro. Like if I was in that situation, I'd be oh, like no. paranoid as a mother. F, I, I heard that I, I go into the couch a lot. I heard that's my, <laughs> that's my move. <laughs> um, but if I was in that situation, I'd be so paranoid. But so then yes, they just take the off wood, running. The woods, yes, yeah. the woods would be paranoia. They take off running, blah, 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 blah. Dale ends up back at his car, gets in there, sits down, is relaxing, chills, finally takes a deep breath, looks over to his right, right as Saul is running up and banging on the car window. And you see one of the best screams, maybe of 2007. <laughs> ah, just his face, like to the point to where if I watch this with somebody else that lives in my house while we may be partaking in what is considered an illegal activity in the state of indiana having sex we with will, your sister yes we we will <laughs> that's legal here we oh, will, sorry. We, sorry we will re-watch that scene that specific like two second part right there five times and until yes. we're done crying out so many laughing tears it's insane all right, so saw my thumb is my cock. We did that already. You already stole. You wanted to eat that lollipop out of the, out of a stripper snatch. <laughs> no, Let's... you wanted to eat that box of nerds out of her butthole. Her butthole. You have to say butthole, right? Butthole. <laughs> Maybe he went to heaven. He was a little fucker, though. Maybe he went to hell. 
Um, when Dale slams Red's head into the wall, this is another one of those scenes where we go over and over and over and over and over again because Dale gets up out of nowhere and just screams, this ends now! And After he spit out the kitty litter and cat shit. <laughs> slams his head into the wall and then immediately apologize, like, turns to, <laughs> turns to Saul and is like, is that, that too much? Is that too much? <laughs> um, I don't know if this is past what you're doing or not, but Dale says, and this I've used this quite a bit. Dale says, quote, yeah, no, this is right after this quote, Indians are technically Asian. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm to I'm to Angie's parents now. Okay. So before that, we have uh th- this is when they sell weed to the kids. So this is when they're excuse me, they're out of money. They're trying to sell weed to the kids. Dale and Saul are standing behind a tree and Dale is hitting a fake joint. Again, Hold if on. I ever were to... You're, you're ahead of me already. I am? Yeah. Did I leave out a big section? I haven't, I, gotten to the, I haven't gotten to the liaison officer yet. So you left yeah. out the dinner. No, I thought the dinner was after that. Maybe I have my stuff Dinner's out of before order. that. All right, well, let's do dinner stuff. So we have... No, we don't. Hold on. No, because the one I have, I definitely is before. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that all happens before, because that's why he looks like shit, is because they're coming off of that chase. Um, so Dale, so they do the fake joint behind the tree. Um, when they're going through the car chase, you are to explain this, where Rosie Perez pulls up alongside uh, Dale and Saul and takes pot shots at him and misses and accidentally hits a bystander and she just yells, sorry! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then this is why I know this is before the dinner, and it's because... Oh, maybe it's not before the dinner. Did I leave out the whole fucking dinner scene? Oh, well. This is the dinner scene you left out. I'm telling you, the dinner scene was before this. I did, because I already set them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Fuck it. Go ahead. Oh, anyways, Saul crying on a swing, eating mm-hmm. the cheeseburger. Fantastic. That's one Fantastic of my favorite parts. Um, I'll go back to the to the dinner since Seth kind of well, we, we kind of already talked about it, so I'll go through. I the said clips. I'm in the scene. That's why I got it screwed up. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So after what we had already talked about, Angie's parents. Yeah, I don't know if you did the the whole quote or not, but basically Robert freaks out and just goes, "Are you high?" And then immediately after, which is like the maybe the most, other than the ending scene, unbelievable part of the movie is immediately after the mom replies and gets shitty and is like, are you, you are high as a fucking kite and just screams at him. And, and then it all goes nuts, which we had already talked about. And then they pan to Matheson outside in his car as they pull <laughs> up and he gives a little like, how do you say this nutty professor? Grandma, yeah, like little, like Hercules, 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 Hercules. like yeah, like a clap like that, and goes, "This is so exciting!" And he's in his little car, and I Um, love their relationship between those two. Oh yeah, like perfect. Like, but or Matheson is still all about like killing people Mm -hmm. on for a drug dealer, and then you have Budlowski who's like, "I just want to get home to my wife and kids and have dinner." Wants discretion until mm -hmm. he doesn't want discretion. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I think that there's a whole like spinoff movie. Well, they die, obviously, but had they lived, that's <laughs> spoiler a alert. Oh, yeah. movie's well, not, not that old. 
13 years. Uh, so my first oh shit LOL moment. Well, they're all LOL moments, but first right. shit LOL moment is when Angie stabs a Saul with a fork. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> I felt so bad. If you listen yes. closely, the noise. Ooh, <laughs> the, ooh. Scream, the scream that James Frank <laughs> when he gets stabbed, you hear. Ah! <laughs> I can't even redo it, dude. It's so good. And then uh, do you want to do any of the liaison, liaison officer quotes or no? Like nope, the big this is sexy all in glasses. Yeah, I already I wrote big sexy in glasses. <laughs> you already did that one. You got and it. Then uh, Dale is in the back trying to explain why he is in the situation that he's in. And she's actually listening. She's, she's starting to believe. Like not a real cop. So she she said, I know I who they, that bitch is. Yeah, I think I know who that bitch was. <laughs> and she's writing, writing it down. Yep. While driving. So now I'm on, I'm at a point now where Dale and Angie are on the phone. Yes, here we go. I, now I think we're back on the same page. Okay. So you, you, you start off with because mine's not till the last part. But so yeah. Angie, this is the last part. Okay. Of the of the phone. Go for is it. That we were talking about. Uh huh. Angie asked a whole bunch of questions, and then her last question was, "Why do you never act like you care about anything?" And Dale screams, "Cause I'm high." fuck and then hangs up the phone and then that's the end of their relationship <laughs> well there's yeah that's yeah that's when it, they there's a little fall back in and out but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's all i've got for that one and then okay. i get into saul and and dale screaming fighting at each other basically keep going um saul he asks he basically um how do i want to put this dale is is ripping into Saul about his life choices and about being high because he starts to smoke again after they had just finished this huge car chase. Um, right. And, and Dale started, his, uh, said, yeah, into a dad. question. His, yeah. yeah. So basically he asked Saul what he's going to do with his life. And he says he's going to design septic tanks for playgrounds. So little kids can take shits. <laughs> so that's, a, that's it from that scene. Then I get into um, the end. I've got one, two, three, four, five more. We've made it through two pages. Okay. So, so we have Dale after Angie takes him back, says she wants to get married. I already said this one. I have made a mistake. Uh, Red while preparing to storm Ted's hideout. Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Again, <laughs> melon farm. Like I just remember this from Die Hard. Again, I we've talked about this. I watched a lot of like TNT movies when I was a kid and didn't know scenes were in, but and they'd always replace motherfucker with melon farmer um or so that was i loved that callback um oh they also say in that same montage that we let we talked about a little bit earlier um thug life okay. um red i used to use this little gun when i was a prostitute <laughs> uh we did this well, we talked about this one too dale when practice drawing his weapon don't yeah don't 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 stop it <laughs> red um okay so then we get to red uh, sorry red and dale at ted's hideout i am not gonna wake up murdered tomorrow i did the full long quote earlier um uh then red says to dale as he takes off uh legends never die dude i'll tell your story um okay so the next one i have is um is the big one i think 
Okay. Went red with Matheson. Oh, the about dinner? You just oh no, you just got kicked. You just got killed oh. by Daewoo Lano's motherfucker. motherfucker. How do you like me now? And then he shoots him in the foot with a shotgun <laughs> and explodes the top part of his foot as he's already dead. His British knights. <laughs> yes. So I missed. Uh, you missed oh, four of my it. five. So uh, when oh so as Saul Saul gets dragged out of the van, Matheson comes out from Ooh. the basement. Yep. And Saul <laughs> Saul just looks at him and just says, "You look like someone fucked you up with a coffee pot, man." His yeah. whole side of his face is all. I mean, Matheson says the other thing, but I I didn't put it in there. He says that he looks like, um, his I forget what his face something like that in the Elephant Man, uh-huh. right? Was it Elephant? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. What he says, and then Saul tells him that, and he says, "You look like someone fucked you up with a coffee pot, man," and fuck you, like right after that, and then uh, he's getting dragged down to the bottom. This is another one that you're not going to catch on the first time. I don't think he gets dragged down to the like the hole going down to the basement and he's freaking out he's like what's down there fucking rancor <laughs> and if you don't know what rancor is oh boy and i don't consider myself to be a star wars person but i've had nightmares about rancor or rancors in general um yeah it's a fucked up looking like I don't even know demon creature thing monster thing from I guess it's from Star Wars. I don't know. Just Google it. R A N C O R. You'll see what I'm talking about. And then let's see an LOL moment. Uh, a little bit later on, Saul comes out of out of like the smoke and just screams, "Fuck the police!" And just starts <laughs> shooting this AK or I don't know guns. We shouldn't have these kind of guns anyway, but it's a different podcast. Um, starts shooting this automatic rifle everywhere, but it's not anywhere near. It's <laughs> not anywhere near Carol. And then one more, my last one, then we're done. Everybody can wake up or stop fast forwarding through the podcast. Matheson says right after he kills his partner bravoski i think it's either right after right before he says dinner's dinner's gonna be cold tonight asshole (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got that you didn't take already that's all i all right i had two more ken we already talked about them both but uh ken suck my balls two times yes uh and then of course dale at the end to ted you've been served all right let's do a winner I deleted all of them. I didn't pick a winner. Um, I'll go with. Mm. Don't do it again. Don't read my mind. I'll go with time to suck today's dick. All right, good. You knew I wasn't going to go there because I'm going with motherfucking scholarship. All right, yeah. 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 My own personal story. You know, this is my favorite movie, so I was trying to be a little hipster on it. No, I get it. I get it. Be contrarian. That's cool. Okay. Hey, All now right. we can move on. We can kind yeah. of, you know, go through this. Clock check. Here we go. Yeah. Do you, do you check your phone? No. Of course not. No. Uh, awards. Let's do it. MVP. Oh, man. I've got some good ones. Okay. I've, I have so. I have four. I only have three because I thought that there were some heavy favorites and I wanted to. Yeah. Anyways. All so right. I may or may not have cheated on your notes and oh boy. tried okay. not to do any of yours. Wow. But okay. then I well, deleted them. Oh, okay. And then 
I might have had him. So okay, I'll just well, name what, four. Let's just not even go ago. into it too okay. much. I'm just gonna name the four. Here we go. Saul, perfect pothead, drug dealer, like amazing, very well done. Marijuana, number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, Robert. Angie's dad. Oh my God, you son of a, you did steal my gut. Okay. And number four, Red, Danny McBride. Okay. Those are my four MVPs. Obviously, Seth Rogen's fantastic, but those are the four I picked from today's okay. viewing. So I had Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, and Angie's parents. I included uh, Nora Dunn in there too, Shannon. Okay. Um, just for my own amusement. They fucking cracked me up. For some reason, this viewing. They, I don't know if it's maybe because I'm a parent now and it's it hits it hits different. I I don't I don't get it. You're great. Um, but I'm with Danny McBride is my winner. Okay. He just fucking steals every he's, season. He's, he's very good. I I went back through my LOL moments. Like eighty percent of them are him. Uh, it I mean, he shaves his armpits like to be more aerodynamic when he fights, and it helps in comedy too. I think that's. Uh, his backstory about being a prostitute and the whole thing about his cat's birthday. Uh, and then how quickly he changes sides. Like all of that is just yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. So that's why I went with him. For the first time ever. Oh my God. In what is our podcast called? Terrible Reviews <laughs> History. What show is this? We have a tie. Oh. A three-way tie. Oh my! So which one got left out? Angie's Robert. dad, Robert. Yeah. I... So the winner. I know you too well. Winners. Yeah. James the Franco, triumph. Danny McBride, and Marijuana are the winners. Yeah. Good for you. I'm proud of you. LVP. I've got three. I only have two. This was so hard. So I this was I, now, really hard. Now, now I was going to be douchey and say there are zero LVPs. So that was, this movie is perfect. I will my do that note later. Here, I do not want to be a dickhead. I I am trying really hard to find candidates. I so will you tell you three? this much: I picked zero characters. Me too. Or LVPs. You Me too. Go ahead. Go ahead. I will. I'll, I'll go through both of mine. And I'll, I'll give a little explanation for both. One, Dale refers to the shins as part of the girls going off to college experience. They're I had better to Google than the shins, by the way. They're better than Google. that. James Mercer is wonderful. They're a great band. Yeah. They're either that or I was a college girl too. And I've I'm never just, heard of them. They're wonderful. I'll look them uh, up. And my other one is Dale's relationship with Angie is borderline inappropriate. Dale's got to be at least 25, right? Andy's 18 at maximum. Not the biggest issue, but mm-hmm. in a movie that I had a hard time finding fault with, it's a nominee. Oh, also, goodness. did Dale ever call her back to let her know that her and her family could leave the motel? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that is we, scraping the bottom of the, of the barrel of that, candidates. That one is uh, is similar to one of mine. Um I'll I'll save that one for my last one because that's going to be my winner. But it's my uh, winner too. I'll my my three LVPs are what I labeled as the weed pyramid. So having the, I guess, importer or grower, and then having the buyer, and then having a dealer, and then having you. Do you know what I mean? 
or having a federalized legalization that's what we're going for yes basically and then my next one (laughs) real life real life weed dealers so my experience i don't i never hmm, how do i say this you never get close enough to a dealer that's i used to (laughs) and it was very uncomfortable yes he went by jay did not know his full name yeah do not know his full name, never knew his full name, never will know his full name. And he had two personas. If he showed up in a white team basketball shorts, no playing around. In and out, gun on his lap. Not a joke. Give me the money. I'll give you your stuff. I'm out of here. See it. Don't even talk to me. If he shows up in a polo and khakis or khaki shorts, He's there to he's there for a conversation, chilling, good mood. We'll hang out for a minute, but he would always come into my car. Always. And he would either drive a Jeep Cherokee or like a beat up Buick. So you figure out which one goes with which outfit. So uh when he was nice, he was a nice guy. And with the gun thing, it wasn't so scary. It's not like he pointed it at me. He was just what he did. Right. You know what I mean? No, I I told I've told you the story, but I had the guy who won't go who or I had the guy who wouldn't go north of 465. Like, nope, I can't cross. That's a that's a line I can't cross. Right. So I'm just like, okay, I can respect that. Yeah. But I used to get mm, this is a long time ago. I used to get it fairly cheap, like 35 bucks for like what I was like a good amount. <laughs> but I used to have to walk five miles uphill both ways yes. to get it. So barefoot. And my last one. Twice and on I Sundays. know none of them will listen to this podcast, so I don't give a fuck. You all can fuck yourselves. Um, younger girlfriends. And when I say younger <laughs> girlfriends, I mean I mean about the difference in age with this. Um uh, maybe did you skew young, Braggy, when you were younger. Did you go? <sighs> Did you go young? It wasn't that much younger, dude. It was like 24. I was 24. Well. She was 19. <laughs> and uh, I was 22 and she was 18. There's a big difference between 17 and 19. I'll say so, that. So she was 18 in this movie. Thank you very much. And she's a senior in high school, yes. She says she's 18. And she had sex when she, was 14. when she was 14. She lost her virginity. She's, she's fine. I'm she's sorry. Like... That's not funny. I mean... <clears throat> Can, That's fine. So, yeah. so let me explain this. They weren't bad people. It's just that they weren't on my <laughs> level of maturity yet, clearly. So, uh, that's my winner. Younger girlfriends is a big LVP. Don't do that shit. If you're I'm sixteen, just, listening to this, or I'm if you're twenty-two, yeah, you're better than that. Yeah, if you're twenty-two, date like a twenty-year-old or tw- you know what? If you're twenty-two, probably date a twenty-one-year-old because you're going to be real shitty when she can't go to the bars with you at twenty years oh, old. Oh God, yes. Convenience is the best part of most yes. relationships. Okay, Oscar contenders, yes. All of them should have been the best comedy of all time. All right. Continue. Mixed bag here. So Slumdog Millionaire, Curious Case of Benjamin Button were frustrating movies, but there was also the Dark Knight, Milk, Wally uh, nominated movies that have held up a little better. As much as I love this movie, I have nothing to nominate. Comedies never get appreciated, and even though this one is great, there are no standout performances worthy of consideration. So we move on. Catch all. All right, here we go. I'm going to cross off a few because we've already talked about them. Uh, no way Dale is allowed in school during school hours. Yeah, not even in 2007. Like, there's no, no way. Okay, here's my only other catch-all. And this is the second ever official terrible reviews apology. 
The first one went to Michael Keaton, remember, when we uh, gave Eugene Levy <laughs> the, the MVP for Multiplicity, mm-hmm. a movie Eugene Levy had maybe five minutes of screen time in. Um, so this apology goes to Rosie Perez. I spoke negatively about her on the Twister podcast. Yes, you did. I stand by not wanting her to have played Jamie Gertz's role. I stand by that. Okay. But I am at least going to apologize for saying it because she okay. was delightful in well, this movie. Yes. She was an Just adorable like in many of her cop. other movies. Yes. She's so... White she man can't so jump. Good. That better be yes, on the list. She's great. It can't is. Wait for that movie. She's fantastic. I just didn't want to be trapped in a car with her, where she's the upgrade over <laughs> Helen Hunt. She's That's big, all I was saying. Yeah, big boxing fan. Huge yes, boxing fan. Yeah, and in MMA too, I believe. Yeah, she's yeah. always she's always ringside. Okay. Yeah, big My fan. So I am sorry. I am sorry, Rosie, on behalf of the podcast, but I still stand by it. Okay. Take it for take it for stuff your sorries in a sack. <laughs> um, so Seth Rogen says at the very beginning of the movie that he wants marijuana legal within five years, which would have been 2012. Um, yeah, that didn't, that I didn't don't know if it happened in California by 2012. I think it was 2016. So there you go. Know, t- time is weird for me. There you go. Um, Amber Heard. Dot dot dot. That's it. Um, I actually just what I, she I, did to, to Johnny Depp. No, she didn't do anything to him. He's a fucking psycho, dude. No, yeah, sorry. Not yeah, let me rephrase that to be much clearer. What Johnny Depp did to her and then how she outed him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like good good for her, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's I mean I don't know all the details on that, so please don't tell either. me because it may or may not spoil something I have coming up. Um, I think she's the good person. That's all okay. I'll say. <laughs> okay. So Amber Heard, I legitimately had a hardcore crush on her after this. How movie. could you not? Like, not even kidding you. That little cute little ponytail oh, she has, that little braid, perfect over the shoulder. Great. No, not perfect. Not like she's perfect. No, I don't want to say that. My wife may listen to this, but, um, but right, right. She, yeah. She's great in what she's, she does. Yes. In two thousand eight, seven, nine. 10, 11, 12, I had a huge crush on Amber Heard. Um, I can smell the weed when he puts his face into the bag of Pineapple <laughs> Express. Like, I can smell it every time. So that used to be my favorite thing. Whenever you'd see somebody has the giant bag, would yeah. be opening it up and sticking your face into it. Uh, we've been friends long enough to know that and been probably in a legal state when we did this, but I've done that with you before years ago. Years ago. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I'm not complaining, but I, the wardrobe and cars driven in this movie. Oh boy. Very confusing for 2007. Right. But they had to be poor people too. It, the whole thing. I cannot like Dale is a whole weird story, but Saul, as somebody who dealt with a lot of drug dealers in 2008, not a lot. I shouldn't say that. (laughs) I dealt with a ton of drug dealers. Like that's how they all were. They all had like a house, but they had no job. And you wondered how they afforded things. And then you found out that like their dead grandma gave them the house and so they're 
<laughs> they're living like rent free and they just have all of this old, old lawn mowing equipment because their grandpa who's been dead 20 years used to work on lawn mowers and just nothing has moved so weird yeah and they all look like that and live in houses like that mm. that is weird you know what else is weird Dale is wearing a number 54 tomato <laughs> face jersey shirt underneath his button-up shirt. You can see it when they're in the woods. Um, I'm assuming the... it's on purpose. <laughs> that was one of the things I saw, and I was like, Bragg's going to mention this. Don't yeah. need to write it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's on purpose. I've never looked into a lot of this movie. I don't want to ruin anything for myself. Um, but yeah, that's it. <clears throat> yeah so I, I know that there were some actresses i think uh amber heard's role had been given to somebody else who i haven't really heard of and then she got like fired or quit or something pretty mm-hmm. quickly yep i don't know there's some but yes i try not to sp- again i have ruined how many of these this is our 15th podcast so i've ruined 13 movies before i didn't ruin jurassic park i promise yep. um I ruined that one. <laughs> so I tried not to ruin this one. I don't think I did. So I think I I tried not to at least. So I didn't I tried not to overanalyze. That's I all still I got. feel bad about what I did to Major League. Yeah. Um, all right, Bragg. Name that movie. You see the name of the movie <laughs> in 13 minutes and six seconds. It says it right on the bag. They had to say it. What? 10 times over under yeah well i didn't count it i stopped well i didn't ask yeah 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 yeah. sorry i didn't mean it like that way i just they said it they audibly say it 15 seconds later 13 (laughs) minutes and 21 seconds this guy didn't get the pineapple express he got the circle friends like yeah they they yeah oh god and there's even the song over the end credits it's pineapple express when gary gary cole is that his name when gary cole picks up the roach he's the the most popular actor on our podcast you should know who gary cole Pineapple Express. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All right. Uh, one hitters. Let's roll through these real quick. Uh, did it make you laugh? Yes. yes. Over and over. Danny McBride. So yes. good. Cry? No. No. Think? No. No. Educate? No. No. All right. Let's have some fun. Greener grass. Oh, boy. This one was tough. Is there another version of this movie? So there are stoner comedies. There are manhunt movies. There's even manhunt comedies. But this combination of everything, this was tough. And my first answer is no. Your answer is going to be no. Go ahead and give it. My answer is no as well. But I just thought of the only thing that would be kind of close Weed, comedy, guns. Uh, you're not gonna say it. Say it. Oh, well, I'm still trying to piece it together because I just wrote All no. Right. What were you so thinking? Let me let me talk through this. So this was tough. I could have been lazy and just said a random stoner buddy comedy and moved on. The difference between this movie and all the other goofy stoner movies is this movie has a mini action plot with yeah. some pretty decent stunts and effects. And so it sets itself apart from many of the how highs and the half bakes of the world. Half baked was what I was going to say. The first one I thought of was True Romance. 
It's a Tony Scott, Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, it's more focused on the crooked drug dealers, manhunt, buddy movie side of pot humor. They're not, or not so much on the pot humor. But another one I thought of, and I know you're a really big fan of this one, so I didn't want to leave True Romance as the one. Um, I know you're a big fan of it, just like me. It's a buddy comedy, but it's three buddies. Three buddies. It's a Netflix movie that'll throw you off a little bit here. Oh, is it Game Over, man? They smoke weed and or salvia. There is a diehard hostage main main plot line. Game Over, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever think... Man, I've only seen that a couple times. Oh, I've seen it like 10 times now. I can't wait to rewatch it. I have fallen asleep to it several times. Not, not. Sorry, I don't mean that as a negative. Like, it's just like I'll throw it on and be like, I don't know. This is good yeah. background. Okay, modern movies. So what? let me let me preface this next part, please, because this one was tough again. I tried really hard on this. The rest of the podcast, unlike the last couple <laughs> podcasts, I actually tried really hard at the end of this, and I I've got a lot here. So okay, go ahead. Let me get this out of the way because I'm going to ruin this one. I did allow myself to ruin. Uh, could this movie be made today? I said no. And it's the same problem I discussed with Talladega Nights. I know it's the same. You can disagree and that's fine. It's a big budget, high concept comedy. And those are dead right now. Talladega Nights, Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder, the other guys, all movies made from like 2008, 2011 or so are just not made right now. It's girls trips to wine country, boys trips to Vegas comedies. Life sucks, but LOL comedies. I hope this changes if theaters ever become a thing again, but like people are not spending $60 million on a comedy right now. I just don't feel. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. So Apatow wanted in 2013, 50 million. Sony would only give him 45. Like, literally, go fuck yourself, Sony. God damn it. They were going to do it. And they released, like, a fake trailer and everything. I remember remember the fake. Yeah, I remember that. So, here's what I'm thinking. I'd say they make it. Go for it. i say they make it. Or, or, they make a Netflix series. And they name the Netflix series Pineapple Express Joints. So the episodes are joints. <laughs> okay. Right? All right. The All other right. Ones, the movie would be Pineapple Express 2. The movie would be a blockbuster. Uh obviously Netflix yeah. would be Netflix, Hulu, whatever, Amazon. Uh so I'm only gonna do the roles for blockbuster movie. Um the so original, if it's, a, it's a sequel, but if you're gonna put a different cast in, or you just well the original good guys are back. Okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. So you have to replace the things that are gone. There's new love interests. Ooh. Okay. And I say interests with an S. So Saul and Dale and Red yes. all, need, all need some love. Well, it's just Saul and Dale, really. Okay, okay. My bad. Go Red is it. married, remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's going to get back out of prison. Yes. Remember. So the new love interest would be Ilana Glaza uh-huh. and Abby Jacobson from uh-huh. Broad yep. City. Good for her. Good you for can you. Put with whoever you want with those because they're big time weed people. The new bad guys. Okay. Got to bring Black into it, Seth. Dave Chappelle. Oh, I thought you said Jack Black. Okay. Dave Chappelle and Snoop Dogg are the new. Is that profiling? Like, no. Okay. 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 Two two very pro marijuana. Yes. 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 Not an actor, but 
Snoop's no, Snoop, Snoop's not Snoop's done enough. He, he was Huggy Bear and start, Starsky yeah. and Hutch. <laughs> and he was on Soul Plane, right? So we're I good. I think so. We're I've never seen that. it, but I... That's what he says, <laughs> I think. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So that's what I got. Okay. How about if we just rename the movie? Let's not yeah. re. Let's not do it again. Let's just rename it. Potheads, blah 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 blah. No, nope. Oh, you're you your way. Okay. I thought it'd be funny to give it a pretentious name. You know, like one of those like hoity-toity Oscar movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought the fog lifts. Oh like no. the smoke fog. Nah, that's no. too much. No, it's awful. Of course. So then I started thinking of stoner puns, which is of course where you've already beaten me to the punch here. Rolling papers. Hot box. Oh, damn it. Ooh, I just came up with that. Rolling papers, because Dale's Dale's. Hotbox sounds papers. good right now. I, might yeah, Hotbox, I know I was gonna say. I do want some pizza. That sounds great. How about a friend indeed? Another bad one, but Stoner mm-hmm. Lingo's heavy on a friend in need is a friend indeed, and a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Oh my god. No? No. Okay. And it plays on the whether or not the drug dealer is your friend or just some guy who sells you your weed. No. Okay. All right. Here we go. These get better. Item nine. Okay. Since that's what they call the weed in the intro scene. All right. Here we go. High maintenance mm. because they are high and they have to maintain some semblance of a friendship. Jesus Christ. I know it's funnier when I explain them, right? Best buds. No. Okay. That's, that's awful. All right. Product placement. Or did you have any? No. Okay. I was just thinking up as you were going like one (laughs) one hitters. I don't know. Something. Uh damn it. All right. Product placement. What product would this movie serve as a great commercial product endorsement for? Uh I didn't notice any. All right. I went fun here. So the song Electric Avenue. Yeah. Definitely bought it from iTunes after watching this one time. Um the Daewoo Lanos. Uh, oh, I yeah, know. True. I know. Neither of us knew that car existed before having to use the subtitles to know what Red said, but we both Googled it, and now we know that the Daewoo is a brand of Asian car, and Lanos is a model they sell. I couldn't imagine a happier marketing department. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, what about Quiznos? Uh, you know what? I thought about writing Quiznos down, but I don't even think that they exist anymore. No, they do. We don't have one anywhere near us, and that sucks. The The one that used to Muncie. be in Noblesville, there was one in Noblesville, yeah. and it still has a sign in the strip mall where it used to be, and it breaks my heart oh. every time I drive past it. There's one There's in like Muncie, King, and I'm on sure the south Williams. side, and yeah. on the southwest side. Yeah, what, like Greenwood, I think? Uh, yeah. Greenwood and Plainfield. Yeah. All right, here's my here's my winner though, and it's weed. Um, specifically okay. Seth Rogen's well, weed obviously. company, House oh, House Plant. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> member, and I can't even buy anything. From <laughs> I I signed up for the email, so I get a weekly email and yeah. have no access to the products. Yeah, yeah I fun. tried. You better believe I tried to buy some. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Well, if we ever travel out there, maybe we can have it sent to a hotel room or something. We'll figure yeah. it out get an airbnb yeah all right we just go over to like under. michigan and oh yeah that too have it sent there over under to swap oh god swap one actor in to make the movie better this was so much fun i have zero perfectly cast every character is well selected 
But yep. rather than bail on the game entirely, I'm yep. going to cherry pick the one completely random guy in this movie oh and insert a fucking stud muffin. The point of this character is to show how weird Dale stacks up to Angie's peers and Clark is a good contrast, but we can do better. Who is the sexiest hunk of man meat we know? Zach Efron. And goes on to do other movies with Seth Rogen? That's right. Swap out whoever that guy is who plays Clark, no offense, and drop in the sex bomb of a generation, Zach Efron. All right. <laughs> All right. That's going right. to uh, raise the budget quite a bit. <laughs> eh, who cares? It'll probably make It'll... $30 million. It was only $26 million. Oh, that's all? Yeah. Uh, so. Swap one actor out to make the movie worse. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I, I don't know all of the details. I will say that up front. James Franco out. Johnny Depp in. <laughs> that would be a worse movie. Yes. I don't know. Um, I think there's some really bad stuff between him and Amber Heard, but I don't I don't know all of it she, for sure. She certainly alleges some physical and I believe emotional abuse. And okay. something about dogs. Okay. I mean, that's, I'm not okaying those as being right, like, right, okay, right, right, right. but as long as he didn't like, you know, murder a, a child, indigenous, yeah, and children. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to make a sales pitch here. I'm going to keep it simple. The best way to ruin a movie is to take out the MVP. So take out Danny McBride and insert somebody who I think was funny for about a year, but hasn't been since. Kevin Hart. Nick Swardson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't you just okay. imagine him being like a fake gay drug dealer or something like I um, used this little gum when I was a prostitute. I don't know. I yeah, see. I mean, as long as he wasn't dressed up like Terry, I guess. It'd That's be... the whole thing, is all I can see is Terry. Yeah. Like bad Terry. <laughs> all right. Future generations. He Would is you... good in in Grandma's Boy, but he doesn't play yeah, a drug dealer. That was like the one so. year. That was the yeah. one year where he was like really funny and everything, I think. Yeah. Future Generations, would you show this movie to your kid? Yes. Yes. What age? 14 to 15. That's what I said. Eighth, ninth grade, 14. All right. The only under what circumstances? You got to have the weed talk, right? A, well, it would be appointment television. Yes. You'd have to sit down and like every parent has We'd to probably be high because by the time they're 14 or 15, <laughs> anyway, it'll probably no. be legal. And they still have to be 18 be or 21 deal. for it to be legal. Nah. Oh, you're, you're, no. Wait, your parents didn't let you drink? Well, my parents didn't let me drink. I was just saying, no. At 15, you never you didn't have a beer? You didn't dabble in a beer or two? I definitely had several beers. Or a, or a cigarette? I, I, had, I was smoking both? weed by that age, too. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah, smoke yeah. weed until I was 18 years old, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, every parent has to do the the weed talk eventually. So why not use the movie as a jumping off point to talk to your kid about the positives and negatives of marijuana use? That's it. You need to have frank, honest conversations. Oh not with all the reefer madness stuff. Fuck That's all here. I'm saying. Yeah, don't ride your bike when you're high. Yes. That's it. That's yeah. a that's a Chappelle show thing. Especially if you're a kid. Yeah, if you're a kid, don't ride your bike when you're don't high. Don't ride your bike by the drive-thru when you're high. <laughs> All right. Memory lane revisited. Uh, this is going to be an easy one. Did the movie hold up to your memories prior to watching? You betcha, right? Yes, no yes, 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 yes. 
Didn't even ruin the movie this time. I'm keeping it as an A+. James Franco isn't as great as I remembered, but that's okay. Everyone else was. James Franco was the best. Ah, I tried to get a dig in at the last. Yeah, so, he's fine. So I like him. My final grade, I have nothing to say about the movie. It's the best movie ever. Final grade is A+++++++++++ it's the OG Kush of movies. It's the Gorilla <laughs> Glue number four of film. It's a 420 out of 100. It's the goat. It is the best movie ever, hands down. All right. You stole at least part of my, my final grade. Uh, and that was, yes, it is a 420 out of 100. <laughs> Marked certified. Um, all right that's gonna wrap up uh i had a movie on while we started the podcast it is now in the credits we have talked as long as the movie is long that's a great time to end it uh please re- please, please review please leave any comments subscribe all that leave stuff. us any condiments comments comments oh, yeah i need to and, and eat yeah, or something. ketchup is the only condiment i barbecue sauce uh no uh please follow us on social media you can find us at terrible reviews uh on twitter you can find me at seta5 s-e-t-a-8-5 brag where can they find you find me at brag that's b-r-a-g-g-l-e please everybody go buy doge 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 coin please the moon make me rich Oh, boy. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Goodbye. We will see you next week. We'll figure out what movie we're going to do. Terrible Reviews is a member. <laughs> Terrible Reviews is a member of the Shady Law Network. All rights reserved. It's Shady. Peace.